Oh man, yes sir. What's Season up? The round podcast. We back. Ain't, ain't gonna be a whole bunch of intro stuff. We here, man. Y'all know what it is. Yeah, what's you, good, gang, you, gang? Yeah, pretty. If you clicked on this, you know what it is. Like you, you already know what's about yeah. to happen. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna nerd out today. Today well, might yeah. be might yeah. be one of them days. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I guess coming off everything, I know. I'll start off. Did you watch? Did you watch the verses last night, bro? I did. All right, so I know that was like was old dope. head music. Great. What did you think? I really liked it. Okay. Like I'm. Here's the thing. I am an avid. <laughs> I'm a fan of both parties. Let me say that first and foremost. And uh, I, as the verses went on, I realized that I was more of a. I, okay, at first I was rooting for Fat Joe, especially because he was the underdog in this. You think so? A little bit, a little bit. But then as as the verses went on, I realized how much of a Ja fan I was. <laughs> mm. I think, yeah, I always felt like it was Ja. Right. Um, ja rule. I know, I know New York loves Fat Joe. Mm-hmm. I'm not from New York. Um, <laughs> I like Fadjo too, though. I like his hits. He has hits and stuff like that. Um, he do he do? But I feel like Root is more universal for everybody, you know. Um, yeah, that's true. And, I, and I like. Okay, we're gonna talk about verses. I like. <laughs> I don't like the whole like. I felt like you Fat know. Joe was trying to like Jada kiss him, trying like was some real like yeah. bully bully stuff, and it yeah. didn't work to me. So I'm like, I felt, I kind of feel like they were both doing that, but I felt I, like I felt I like felt, I felt it more on uh, Ja Rule's side. I felt like Fat Joe started it though. <laughs> he did. Like, it was like, right. like, but I mean, so my man, you can't do this little punky, so you gotta keep going back and forth, you know, like, right. Um, and also, Ja definitely has the catalog to back himself up. Yeah. So, so I feel like the old heads, we knew <laughs> he that. could talk. He could talk that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he could talk that. <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't gonna spend too much time on it. I just thought it was hilarious that I was watching it. It was um, great though. I, I really liked it. I don't know. Some of it at some point was a little, like I said, a little cringe. Like I just want to hear the music. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I, yeah. I don't care about the back and forth so much. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I know it. with locks and dipset, like you know, they had started that before, like before mm-hmm. the verse started. Right. But I hope not. Every, like, don't I hope everybody doesn't try to do that now. Don't try to do that. Not everybody can do that. And we knew Fat Joe was going to do because he's a talker. He's a storyteller. Right. He, he does the whole bravado thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knew he was going to try to do that. And Ja Rule doesn't really do that as much. If you ever pay attention to Ja Rule, like he's been quiet, you know? Right. So moves in silence. Yeah. Yeah. And when he has to, he'll pop out and show you what time it is. Right. Um, so I get that. But I don't want to see that from everybody. There's, there's some people that don't try to do that, man. <laughs> Right, like that might not be your bag, and it may not work. So, I mean, that's the thing; it may not work. Yeah, because not first of all, not everybody's Ja Rule. Exactly. Also, not everybody is Fat Joe. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Not everybody can do that and talk like that and has that bravado like that. Like right. that's just naturally him, you know. Right. And you could tell if you if you've seen him talk, if you've seen his interviews, you listen to him talking his stories. Right. That's him. He's animated. He's mm-hmm. the faces. He's all over the place. That's just how he is. He's very that is New York to the core. Like um, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, it was cool. 
I still feel great. like I still feel like Jadakiss won the verses. Oh, ab- no, actually, the real the real winner of verses was Ashanti. Was Ashanti? Yeah, absolutely. Ashanti and did both tracks with everybody, so she really yes. won. And then they still found a way to bring Jadakiss out. Like, <laughs> they still find a way. The two time champ. <laughs> it might be three i'm telling you he might get a, like a little intercontinental belt with this one or something like right. a little tag team belt oh no but i mean so it was it's fun to watch that stuff again i just like i just like the music so absolutely i i i view them from the eyes and the mind of a concert now absolutely i know yeah. i know we talk about like who won and stuff but mm-hmm. yeah are to me still, it's a concert yeah are you still liking the like live show element to it Yes. Yes, because like I said, because now if I look at it, if I view it like a concert, mm-hmm. I want to see that. Like, I want to see that element. Like, a con- I want to see live. I want to see them perform. Absolutely. I want to see that part. So I'm, that's how I view it now. So I go into, I watched it last night. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I really don't care about who won. I don't care about the score. I mean, all that drama stuff. Yeah, that's, right. you know, I guess it's show. It's showmanship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just, it was just good to see how they perform. I feel like Especially Fat Joe's records, like they're better when you perform them. You yes, know, sir. like they they kind of got that. Especially the big ones, that our new word anthemic. They kind of got that anthemic Anthem- feel. Anthemic feel. You know, <laughs> so I get that. So that was cool. Um, that's not really what I want to talk about today because I really got a mm. couple questions for you, sir. Mm. Um, really? You you well, yeah. I mean, nothing bad, but <laughs> you you being a music producer, right? <laughs> you didn't look at my old tweets, did you? I'm kidding. I don't have anything bad in my old tweets. Uh, um, I mean, unless you're, unless you're a barb, they may have a different perspective, right? Oh uh, um, yeah. But we but, we're 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 not gonna we're not no, gonna we, we leave that alone. Keep them quiet, especially right <laughs> now. Keep them quiet now. They, they need a distraction. How y'all feel? How y'all feel? How you feel? They need a distraction right now. We're not trying to be that distraction. Um. But uh, I wanted to ask you, so, okay, I was going through this whole thought process, this whole, I come to these thoughts, right? Random thoughts. I do too. And And this one that you had, actually, it made me think, but also I've been in that space of thinking randomly. And then like I, it clicks and I'm like, yo, why doesn't that happen? Yeah. Or why does this happen? So for everyone else, I know I sent you the text, but I'm going to try to bring this a little bit, like bring it to light a little bit more. Mm -hmm. When you have a hit record, I always feel like for the most part, the the rapper, the artist, Mm -hmm. will typically take the bulk of the credit for it, right? Absolutely. Um, I know there's big producers out there. There's these mega producers where Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can't hide them for too much longer. They just, you know. Right. But is, I mean, I'm going to say this. Is it fair? Absolutely not. Mm. Mm. I thought you might say that. <laughs> and, and why? Because, okay. Let's see. Okay. We had that whole situation with, uh, remember that one? We had a we had this plan of all doing a track using all uh, the starting five using yeah. the same uh, using the same instrumental. We we're yeah. gonna battle it out, kind of yeah. like a versus. Yeah, and 
Okay, so imagine that happens. Mm-hmm. Imagine we get ev- we get all of the publishing done. We get all of the uh, we get all of the licensing done. Everybody gets their splits, and the song goes viral. The song goes number one, number one on Billboard, number one on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, title, everything, and it's and it becomes the most streamed song of the summer. Okay. I don't get paid from that. Mm. Well, what if you got paid? What if you got a little something, something? You might have got a little something for the beat, right? Right. Right. But here's what happens today. So, you know the song uh, Unforgettable by by your boy, French Montana. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Sway Lee. Can't forget him. He has no idea who did that beat. Hmm. How big is that? How big was that song? Mm, see, so no one get no one. That was that was one of the songs of the year, yeah. probably. So so and they're just sitting out there. No one to take, take take credit for that, right? Right. So yes, no idea who did that beat, but so I know I can find who did it if I if I pull up Genius and I actually do my research. I can find out who did that, and me being me. Me being David Suke, me being the person that's always like, oh, pay the people, pay your producers. Yeah. I'm going to go find that person. Not only am I going to give them a bag, I'm going to bring them with me everywhere I go. Yeah. 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 So, so that we can get more hits. Yeah, You think, right? You think, right? So this is why I was asking, Mike. Why? I mean, we know why that may not happen as much. We have our we have our outliers. We have producers that we know mm-hmm. the big the big boys. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, some of them we know their faces, right? We know we got, the Dre. We, know we got the, Dre. the we got Dr. Dre. We got Scott Storch. We got, we got yeah. Uh, we got Kalechi. We got. Uh, I mean, I mean, oh, like, think about the got, Neptunes. We got Swiss Beats. We got yep. Timberland. Mm-hmm. We got, you know, we got all these guys. We got these people. Right. We know them, right? Yeah. Um, and we, the thing is, we know their faces. Yeah. But what about the guys we don't know? I mean, mm. so here's my question to you. Okay. I believe some people don't want that limelight per se. Some do. Right. Would you want your face to be known if you blow when you blow up? Uh, hmm. I have okay. I'm gonna have. I'm definitely gonna have a few answers to this. So my first answer is, my first ultimate answer is yes, of course. Why wouldn't I want my face next to uh, Kid Cudi? Uh, like going on tour with him and being all, and being and him like praising me being all like yo this is the guy that made this beat that to our song that went viral i would love that but also i think about it so i could take kid cuddy for example uh the person that did uh day night dot the genius yeah and probably 99% of people have no idea who I'm talking about right now. Right. 
but someone like me, a music junkie, someone that is a producer, someone that loves music with all his heart, with all my heart, I know who that is because right. he made one of my favorite songs in the world, Day and Night. I've recreated that beat. And not only that, he retweeted that beat and he said, what y'all think? When I tell you that, that really warmed my heart and shouts to Jot the Genius <laughs> real quick. But also like, imagine he didn't get paid from that. Imagine Kid Cudi had no idea who did that beat. Yeah. Where would Kid Cudi be today? Well, I mean, because on one side, he blows up and maybe 10 years down the line, Dr. G- Dr. Genius comes back and says, yo, run me my money for this beat. Which typically happens. Right. Once they find out and they go through the galaxies, yeah. Like I said, right. that first part, somebody's going to pop up. Right. Eventually. And, yeah. Right. And then there's the other side to where someone says, yo, thank you for making this beat. It, we, uh, we were able to make a top 10 hit. It stayed on the charts for uh, for like six months. Thank you so much. Take this back. And not only take this back, you're going to get royalties from it forever. And I'm taking you with me everywhere I go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, so it goes both ways, right? Right. Um, with me, it does. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm going somewhere with this. I, 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 right, 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 right. I'm right. probably going to piss you off, but I oh, love you. I'm okay. You know, so, because no, I, no, no. I feel like I know what, what's going to happen, <laughs> but also so, it's all good. It's all good. Let's go. So I think about the people who. So I ask, okay, you may not want to, but are there advantages to the world knowing who you are musically? Yes, because if you see, it's like, it's like some people say, that's your face card. That, like, by seeing my face, the price of the brick goes up for me. Yeah, yep. Um, and by me being vocal as I am, and being like, like, imagine if someone screwed me over and said, like, imagine if someone takes my beat and says, hey, I made this. Then I'm a, I'm a be pissed off. Not only that, because first off, I'm a sue, I'm a sue you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Second, I mean, second off. I'm gonna call you out in public and be like, all right, you made this beat. Here's logic. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Do all that again. stuff. Right. But like. I'm thinking more along the lines of you see a lot of these producers now mm-hmm. there may be other bags outside of making beats. Okay. When you say that okay, I'm I'm listening. I'm listening. You hear what I'm saying? So like let's yeah. say, okay, you know, you're a music producer. You got you got that bag. You're doing good with that. Absolutely. But there may be a cap or a limit to that. Maybe not so much a financial cap. Mm-hmm. But just like any other artist and things like that, what if once you start to blow up, you start to see, oh man, there's other things I could do out here. Right. So the notoriety may be a good thing. Right. You know, you you agree with me, right? I do. I do. You know, because there are there are definitely bags in other places. I know yeah. about that. Yeah. Or what if you get to the point where, you know, you're a big enough producer where you just can't do it all anymore. Mm. 
I, every artist, every artist who somebody wants a beat from you, man, that would be that would be crazy. But also, <sighs> here's the thing: I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be on my Kanye like five beats a day, three summers type shit. Well, what if you got help? Define help. Other producers that may help you. Mm. In what way? Because that because that's where uh that's where it could be a slippery slope. Like imagine oh. me and Nomad, we collaborate on a beat. Maybe I maybe he did the melody, I did the drums and the bass. Yeah. Well, I mean and it sounds fire. Those partnerships exist. Right. Cool and Dre. Right. Um, bro. Neptunes. Yeah. You know, dynamic duos, right? Right. And or, I'm I want to I I would like to hope I would hope to say that uh they split everything 50-50 no matter what. Yeah, I think they also, figured out. I think they figured that part out financially. I don't think that's the right. issue. Um or what if it, like let's let's say Kanye for example. Mm-hmm. Puts a whole album out. He spends years on this. Right. He didn't make that. He didn't make all them beats by himself. We know that. We saw the dudes right. in Mercedes Stadium helping him with that, right? Absolutely. Cuz it's like the other side of the fence, you know, mm-hmm. like but sometimes you may need some help, you know, or you just may need inspiration from somewhere else. Right. You may buy a house out in the middle of Wyoming and call all your favorite friends out and say, hey, you know, like some, at some point you just may, you know, you see inspiration in different places. Right. You never know. Right. Or we buy a house in the Bay in the heart <laughs> of Oakland, downtown Oakland. And we tell everybody to come through and we say. Yo, we're gonna be here for the next two weeks. We're not, we're not sleeping. We're making, we're making music for the next two weeks. No sleep. Yeah. Let's get ten songs. And you could do that. Yeah. Right. So you see that it's possible, right? So absolutely. So I think yeah. about, and it's gonna happen one day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I'm saying all this because I, I was thinking about I think about music producers this way mm-hmm. and, and how do we get to some of the places they've gotten to, you know, right. and I look at some of the more famous ones um, and we can see how all this is possible. Like, you know. You really want to make a name for you. You see, you have other talents like David, you can make beats, but damn, what if you can make a whole bag doing podcasts? What if you can make a whole nother bag? I don't know, motivational speaking or hosting a game show or something, whatever, you know? Here's the thing. I That's that's the type of stuff I definitely want to do. Yeah. So, mm. musically, you might need some help. Maybe, maybe. You might want to drop an album. You're like, mm. yo, I want to work with all these people, but I can't do it all. My, I can't do it all right now. I have dreams, I have goals, but I just need some help doing it, right? Right. So that sometimes that's what happens, right? I look at a guy like DJ Khaled. <laughs> also, where was he during Christmas? Probably doing some other bag stuff. <sighs> he should have been there yeah. because I know he would have 
he definitely would have uh, hyped up Fat Joe. Yeah, that's man. somebody that should have been. Yeah, but I mean, might not have been getting paid for. He might have been doing some of my other obligation, you know. Might um, have been getting that back. <laughs> yeah. So I look at guys like Khaled. I know how mm-hmm. you feel about Khaled. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm trying and to. If you've del- heard this podcast, you know too. Yeah. So I was, I was. This is the stuff I think about. I was thinking about this perspective, and I was like, "Well, think about Khaled is probably the the embodiment of our example right now of our conversation." Absolutely. You know, if you think about it, he he started off a DJ. He came up, you know, mm-hmm. but eventually, you guys know, you can be a world renowned DJ. But what if you could get on the other side of the fence? What if you could make a bag, you know, doing the producer thing? Mm-hmm. He did that. Had ups and downs. People weren't paying him. The grind, the nastiness, and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Finally started coming up, made a name for himself. But you could see that, hmm, this bag's other places. Absolutely. You know, he got to the point where he was, he's big too. He was big on that end. So he might need some help. He might have to call some other producers in to help him with these projects. Right. Think about it. You get all your friends together, the compilation albums, really. DJ Khaled albums. Yeah. But... They're successful albums. They are not maybe by not our metrics all the time. You know, like not even I'm not, by. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. No, I mean, but. I'm gonna say I know. <laughs> I'm not rushing to a DJ Khaled album. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not either. But to, to again, be completely we, honest. But we think about business wise here. Khaled, right. this is business at this point. Mm-hmm. He he he's in he's in it for the big game. Right. His albums are successful financially mm-hmm. in terms of the metrics they use to measure the success of albums. All that stuff, those metrics, they're successful by that point. Which is why I remember that last album he came up, he was upset because remember it was supposed to be number one and it got to number two. Yeah. And he had to Shouts fight to, for that. Shouts to Tyler. Yeah, he had to fight for that, trying to get that number one right. because there's financial gain in that. We talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. But that's why. Right. Because the number one albums is number one bread. Mm-hmm. So I look at a guy like that. Now Cal is doing all kinds of stuff. I see him everywhere. Commercials. Mm-hmm. He's been on shows with Diddy. Mm-hmm. He's all over the place. You can't escape him. He's, you know, he's just everywhere. The song party right. with no shirt on in his shirt on his on social media. And that's right. uh, probably probably on a yacht somewhere. Yeah, or the back of his Maybach or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's that guy now. Right. You want to party with Cal. You want to party, but also you he's likable. Yeah. No matter how you feel about his music, he, he's very positive. Mm-hmm. He's upbeat. His family is, is he's doing a lot of stuff for his family. Mm-hmm. I mean, the creative stuff he did for his kids. His kids are getting producer credits and stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. Like You don't even think about that stuff, right? Right. He's a likable like, guy. Like Assad has more credits than me right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Bag's sitting there waiting on him. Right. You know, so I think about a guy like Cal. I think about other guys like Diddy. Mm-hmm. We think about on a grander scale, you know, Absolutely. Diddy. And even in terms of like, he's more the other. The first part of our conversation where it's like, who gets more credit? Mm. Sometimes the artist on the song or Diddy who produced the, the track. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of those a lot of those bad boy songs. Do we think about the artist first? Or do we think about Diddy first? Diddy is the face of bad boy. Yep. So that's why I always think about Diddy. Well, yeah. that's why Diddy is always 
uh, inserted in that conversation, but also me that's looked in that's uh, followed Bad Boy for a long time. I look at the artists now. Yeah, yeah, but you had to go back. Sometimes some of those songs you right. listen to, you had to go back and figure out who the artist was. Mm-hmm. We knew it was Diddy. We knew it was Bad Boy. We, oh snap! Forgot that right. was Faith Evans. Oh snap! Forgot that was One Twelve. Right. Like we had. Oh, I forgot go- that was Mario Wannins. Yeah, yeah. So we had to go back. So I look at guys like Diddy. We're like, they started in one place, and now they've built these empires. Mm-hmm. Diddy's another guy who's everywhere. Right. Rock, all kinds of stuff. Like he's got his hands yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, Dre, beat stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about this, like. Is so for you? Is Khaled? Is it? Is it so much what he does, or does you just don't like his music? So there. Okay, one Khaled definitely does have uh, music I I like. Okay, I'm the one with uh, Justin Bieber, Quavo, and uh, there's one more oh, person on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember that song. Slap. Uh. There's one song, he has a song with Chris Brown. Uh, I can't remember exactly what the name is right now, but yeah, that song slaps. But also, you can see another thing with production is that you see that it's repetitive, and I see that even with my own music. Oh, so the fact that you can, the fact that I can hear that in in his music, that turn that's that turns me off yeah yeah i think i think from a from a music fan uh, uh yeah an audio fan yeah mm-hmm. but you see the business in it right right and that and then, that's yeah yeah, yeah. i know yeah, yeah, yeah. i know secondly i don't want to hear you screaming your own name 500 times on the track if you've heard my beats you've heard my tag in the beginning of the track that's it and the track plays yeah well, granted my my tracks aren't super long but also you hear it that once you hear it that one time in the beginning when a beat drops you don't hear it again yeah but you understand why yeah yeah yes you're gonna here's the th- and cal is very good at that he's very good at branding yes like I said, face value. Yep. You know exactly who DJ Khaled is. Yeah. And I think that's the old DJ in it, too. Mm-hmm. It's like when you go to a club, the DJ, you they they stay talking over tracks. Right. Sometimes annoying as it is, but I think it's still, so I think it's still, I don't know if it's like purposely trying to keep that DJ vibe, that club vibe in a lot of his records. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it too. It is annoying. That's why I, I mean, I get it. but we know why, right? We, right. we know why it happens. Yeah. Right. So, I was, I was, I was bringing this up because I don't. I've never felt like one the producers got the credit they deserve. Right. Um, and two, I don't think people understand what they have to go through to come up and get their bags. Absolutely. It's different from an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, artists can be on the track. You hear them. Mm-hmm. You see them a lot of times in video. A lot of times these the producers, engineers, musicians, 
Them dudes are in the background, right. you know? And so a lot of them, it's like, it's just like, I, I was looking at this like an athlete. There's a, you know, like when I play football, there's a trillion offensive linemen. Right. Offensive linemen, I kind of felt like we're kind of like the producers on the football field. <laughs> Quarterback gets all the credit. Right. Face. Pretty tall, 6'5", muggy, strapping. Everybody left him, you know. Right. He's going to ball. He's going to touchdown. But I got a block for this little. <laughs> <laughs> I got to make sure he stay upright so he can do the press conference later. Right. You know. Oh, how many offensive linemen have you seen do a press conference? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh. oh, my gosh. But. So it's like as an offensive lineman, you got to figure, okay, if you want to get notarized, what do you do? One, you got to play good. Your play right. stands for itself. So it's like you get music, right? You right. got to make dope music. So this is like a producer. You got to make dope music, right? Mm-hmm. I got to make sure I'm blocking. I got to make sure I'm holding. I'm not giving them no sacks. I'm on my right. P's and Q's. So the people who know better know me first. Like you said before, people who know right. music, they know your music. They're going to figure it out who you are, right? Right. But then it's like, dang, I'm, I'm trying to get a bag too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't, you don't see my face. Right. I'm in a helmet all the time, mm. you know? So what do I have to do? Even defensive linemen too, for the most part, you know, like what do you have to do to get it back? So that's why you see a lot of people, especially defensive linemen, they get a sack. What do they do? They dancing. Yep. They strutting. Do you make a good play? Right. They trying to let you know who they are. Right. I think about, I think about that. And I think about like Travis Kelsey and I think yeah. about how he has uh, – I don't think he's a – he's not a defensive lineman, right? Kelsey's tight end. Tight end. Which they're starting to get more love. They're starting right. to get more love because they scoring touchdowns, catching passes mm-hmm. now. Right. You know, before they were oh, just blocking okay. and nobody showed them no love. Mm-hmm. But now the I'm, game is – Sorry, changed. I have a better – I have a better person. Brian Erlacher. Erlacher, guys like that, yeah. Yeah. And I think about him and the way – the reason I know who that is is because he makes plays. Yeah. And I remember you, like you were just saying, like, how do, how do people figure out who you are? You got to make plays. You got to make plays. Yeah. You got to make, you got to make, you got to keep making music. You got to keep, you got to keep making that tackle. But what if you want more than that? What if what if you about to retire? Like, dang, I'm trying to get a TV deal. I'm trying to be a commentator, mm. but ain't nobody ever seen my face before. Like most people, Brian. Okay, Brian Ackley, you earn like you know their face. Guys like Ray Lewis, you know their face. Ray Lewis, mm-hmm. we know his face for other reasons. So. <laughs> I was about to say, you might know him for. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all old enough to understand, you old enough to understand. It wasn't if you know, just, you don't. It wasn't just the dancing, y'all, and the motivational speeches. Um, right. But I think about guys like you and may not prank. know. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. The motivational, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ain't never seen that. The angriest motivational speaker, the most aggressive, but it works. Um, right. The thing about those guys, you you don't know. I think about like so. I remember like offensive lineman. Like, what if I want to get a TV deal after this? Mm. I'm trying to stay in the sport. I don't want to coach really because that's you know. I'm trying. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see some bright lights. Mm-hmm. What do I do? I gotta I gotta find a way to get my face known, you know? Right. And I think today it's possible because we have social media and we have and we can uh 
like if like I could say, oh yeah, I I was I was the running back for uh, South City High School, and if I say that, and that was my actual high school, like someone can yeah. go back and look well, that yeah. up, but they'll yeah. see that I was I was definitely not on the yeah I was well, definitely not a, a running back. <laughs> well, I think I think you're bringing it up in terms of like social media though. Right. So that's why you see a lot of people starting to speak up and wild mm-hmm. out and do other right. types of stuff right. on their social media pages that people are starting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of, okay. There's a, and this is my whole argument for there's no such thing as bad press because, excuse me, if I, like, if I have a single coming out tomorrow, and like maybe you and me and like the starting five we're we're out we're celebrating nobody knows who we are but we're still we're still doing what we can and i know that i want this song to i want this project to hit ear hit everybody's ears yep so what do i do while we're out i punch somebody yep you might wild out exactly my wild out, do something wild, crazy. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, so people that's trade. What, that's what people do. Yeah. And plan it. They'll hire yeah. a dude to punch. To take the <laughs> Like, dude, I'm going to give you 10 stacks. Go ahead and take this L for me real quick. <laughs> Don't press no charges, dog. Bro, right? Sign this waiver. <laughs> imagine if me and Nomad did that. Like, sign this waiver, fam. I'm going to go ahead and sign. I'm going to hit you, though. Just fall out. We're going to record and everything. It's going to be crazy. Right. You can't, you can't, don't, don't, you know, can't press charges. Like this mm-hmm. stuff is planned. Yeah. So, so I, I think about going back to producer, I think about music producers in that standpoint of like, I, you, I get why, the, you know, like these dudes are doing a lot of the work. Right. Some of these, a lot of these songs, they're carrying us, the artists be trash. Come on, let's be, let's keep it a hundred. Right. You know? Um. Yeah. They would be nowhere without a producer. Yeah. Or or the guys who can do it themselves, that's even dope. Um, again, I think about the guys like the engineers who mm-hmm. actually sit there and meticulously go through each song and go through all the musical elements and stuff like right. that. Writers, writers don't get enough love. Writers, absolutely not. You know, they just write. Right, people. There's a lot of artists who there's a lot. There's big time artists who have never written a song. Right, they get the songs they, they hand picked to them. People write songs right. for them in mind. Mm-hmm. And you know? that's uh ooh, another unsung hero in the music industry, the A&Rs. The A&Rs are people that got to go out there and develop and find this talent and bring them up. Because a lot right. of people have skills, but they don't they don't know how to either one, navigate the, the game right. or present themselves in a way, in a position to become known. You know, right. so all this stuff, like all this stuff comes into play. So, I just wanted to bring that up. I just wanted to show love for those people and to understand right. their process, what they have to go through. You know, like mm-hmm. I said, they try and get money too. They try and make it. You know, and right. so I was bringing up Cali because I know, I know, I know you feel. So I was, <laughs> I know, I, you know, I feel a way about it. I know you feel, but I was, I was, but I was it's okay. But I was thinking, though, if you think, if you understand why he does mm-hmm. the things he does, right. I think you kind of get it. Yeah. You know, like I said, I know, I mean, I, I think about this. Like, imagine if you was a 
you started off with damn near a kid, teenage, like, and you was a and you was a DJ. And you can DJ, but so much, you know, it's like you want to keep climbing the ladder. Right. And I feel like that's what you've done. You got to keep you got to keep elevating and like working on your craft so much to the point of where people. That's another that's another thing that we should talk about. Work so hard that people don't know you. And what I mean by that Mm. is that like. uh. Okay, I went I went to a show this one time and uh I saw who who did I see? I saw oh I think I saw Chance actually. Okay. No, not sorry, not Chance. It was the it was the childish show that I went to in Oakland. Okay. And <laughs> it was super funny because uh he brought somebody out and the dude honestly kind of looked like Kendrick and, and Doss was there. Me and Doss were like, yo, yo, you brought out Kendrick. And it, it wasn't Kendrick. <laughs> it wasn't Kendrick. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> but also. Yeah. Ken Dole. He ain't have Kendrick. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Ken Common. Not Ken <laughs> <laughs> But here's the thing. That dude's on stage. With Childish Gambino. He worked hard to get that. Yeah. That's where, that's like to the point of where I say, work so hard that people don't know you. I have no idea who that was. And I have no idea if I'll ever hear about that dude again. But he was there. But he was there. Yeah. yeah. He was on stage. I was in the crowd. Yeah. Think about that. So, yeah, that's that's a good point. That's what's up. Um. So I think all these things are good points. So I think, you know, like when we, when we, when we see these dudes again, I don't know who takes credit for what I just think show, show everybody love, you know, mm-hmm. like, so I hope, you know, with more visibility, I hope this is a trend that we continue to see. Right. Especially like I said, the artist side and musician side, right. We see it every now and then, but mm-hmm. you know, this is what these dudes are here for. They work hard for this stuff, you know. Right. So I think about those guys. I think about the producer. Like I said, artists, even artists work themselves up. Absolutely. I was saying this a while ago. I was like, there's some artists where I really feel like they're gonna work themselves out of music. Absolutely. Guys like Travis Scott, Migos, mm-hmm. where, where these dudes are like culture. Yeah. Celebrity. <laughs> like they can do other stuff, you know. Yeah. I wonder what Travis Scott's making off his sneakers alone. I would love to know. Um, but I stuff want, like that, you I, know want, I kind of want a pair of those. I kind of like them too. Yeah. I kind of like them too. Um, but like I'm saying, like, so it gets to the point where like, yo, we don't even really need to make albums anymore. Right. Because we so good over here. And it's like, right. sometimes people want to graduate up. Right. And that's, that's the goal. Like you, you grind so hard in whatever you do. They are able to do other stuff. Yeah, and then yeah. not only that, you can use that other stuff to to now uh, fund your music career. Yeah, I look at like think about Khaled. Khaled mm-hmm. is a quarterback now. That's what he, he is. Yes, he, he started off as a lineman. He's a quarterback now. Mm-hmm. He's got and other people can't... blocking for him. He's got other people doing the work. Right, and you can't tell him nothing. Nothing. And that's what I feel like you want, you know? So if, if that's what you want, if that's what they want, kudos. Mm-hmm. 
you know so just like who who knew Khaled when he was with Terror Squad that's what I'm saying all the year back then and when he was like DJing, they knew, like, they knew he a, who he was apparently he was a big time DJ in Jamaica and stuff like that like you know or when he was trying to do stuff with cash money no, mm-hmm. not, yeah cash money yeah yeah it was cash money baby them yeah no know how that yep. went it was like <laughs> ups and downs and all that stuff yeah right. so um and I know we're talking about Khaled, but like this, I know there's a whole bunch of other producers out there people doing anything Right, um, absolutely. Shout out to, yeah, so that's all I had. I just, shout I just out to, to Mustard. Shout out to, but it's seriously, so shout out to Doctor Genius. You are the truth. You are. I I hope to make a beat with you one day. All right. That goes on a that goes on a Kelly. I mean, sorry, that goes on a Cuddy project. Yeah, yeah. That's that would be the ultimate goal for me. Okay. I don't know. I told Nomads earlier. I was like, yo, he made a try. I was like, I'm putting my whole license to this thing, man. Shout outs to Nomads. Shout outs to um, Nomads. You know, shout outs to you. Um, Appreciate there's it. people out there that's, that's really about the music, you know. So, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, oh, shout outs to also shout outs to people, shout outs to artists that are able to make their own beats. Yeah, it's another skill too. Shout yeah. Artists make their own beats. I put them in the category of singer-songwriters. Right. You know, like it's not easy. Right. Not easy. Like I with that, I think about I think about Kalechi. I think about uh, Super Duper Kyle. I think about uh, like Childish Gambino. Gambino Childish was Gambino. on his own, his own yeah. thing for a minute. Yeah, that's true. Kanye, early Kanye, Kanye, them, you know, like Kanye. Yeah, he. I mean, early Kanye. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, I mean, I really feel like I know he had a he had a huge. I mean, Kanye's not doing I, anything. I think, a huge influence. Here's the thing. I think Kanye is still doing it. I just yeah. think that is very quiet. Well, I think also, but I mean, if you're at the point where you can articulate what you want to somebody, mm-hmm. like I said, we saw the clips of him in like Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Right. He's listening, playing back, mm-hmm. but he's not the one sitting at the computer. So he's telling right. them, hey, turn this up, tweak this, do this, do this, because he can, he can hear it now. Right. But he doesn't have to be the one sitting there doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's cool knows, too. But I think that is another, that's another sign to, to about that's another sign of a great producer yeah because you know exactly what you're listening for and not only that you're also you also know exactly what to turn up what to turn down what to like what effects to add to a certain uh to a certain track like hey add add some more reverb to the piano yeah, like, but also the second part of that is you have to be able to communicate and articulate that to someone else now. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of guys, it's, it's in their brains. They know it and they right. hear it. They can do it. But now I got to convey that to someone else. And mm-hmm. I have to have enough confidence in that person that I know they can do it because you know how it is with musicians, especially right. artists. Like, you <laughs> yeah. don't feel like anybody's on your level. So now you can communicate. I have trust and faith in this person. I know they can do what I need them to do. Right. And I think... I think Kanye has done that to like almost perfectly to be yeah. completely honest, because you saw all those people in that room, you know, he could just, he could be like, Hey, Hey, add a, add a phaser to those drums. I need yeah. that on there. Add more yeah. to it. Add yeah. more. And like, I know Kanye, he can, he can like, he can tell you about like the kilohertz, the amount of kilohertz that you need to EQ something. Yeah. And like that takes a lot of that takes a lot of time that takes a lot of skill takes a lot of takes so much studying to do and so 
and also one thing we don't talk about it takes so much failure to yeah. realize how to do that yeah so shout outs to them that's yeah. yeah i think that's dope stuff yeah um let's keep it moving i know you got some dope rhymes fat beats i do i do i do all right what you got bro okay so i did have an album in mind hold on but first the first thing i want to i want to shout out to is uh, i found this track from this girl so the song is called first impression by michaela michaela why does it sound familiar okay m-a-k wait m-a-k-a-e-l-a michaela hold on spell it again let me let me M-A-K. M-A-K-A-E-A-E-L-A. Okay. Yeah. Okay, this is a different, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a different Michaela. Yeah. Who am I thinking about? I'm thinking about Oh. Michaela from London. No. Uh no, um, is it Michaela? No, it's not Michaela. It's, it's uh Ma. I know you, you know what I'm talking about though. I do, I do. Uh, I find it, but yeah, she's, okay. one the, she's one of the wifeies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this <laughs> is this new is this new one? Yeah, yeah, different one. First of all, her album is titled Me and Somebody's Son. <laughs> I didn't even know that. I just found this track. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely buffing that today. I know you are <laughs> 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 uh, what's the name of the track? Uh, the name of the track is called First Impression. Okay, that's is that that might be okay. <laughs> what album is that on? She got a couple drinks. Okay. Mm. When did that come out? I have no idea. Like okay, I said, a... I've I have no idea how I found this track. I think I was just like listening through. Oh, this is an older joint. This came out in 18. Mm. It's a single. <laughs> okay all right all right yo if you guys could see what kenny just did i mean he did, I just... if you've seen the um the clip of the dude thicker than a bowl of oatmeal that's exactly what kenny just hey did. i ain't say nothing i'm, I'm just <laughs> scrolling through an album <laughs> this album cover though i'm just saying so I mean, think about it. If the album is titled "Me and Somebody's Son." You know where this is going. You know that's fire. You know it's yeah. Okay. Yeah. So all right, "Me and Somebody's Son." Yeah. And that then is- there was an album I wanted to shout out, but if I could find it, uh, ooh, I'm a I'm gonna shout out this album actually, okay. um, Maria Isabel. I hope you're very unhappy without me. Dang. <laughs> Dang. What mood you in, David? What you what you been going through over there, bro? <laughs> bro, I I'm not <laughs> bro. Imagine saying that to an ex of yours. That's what I'm saying. Like, you might just that's just just 
y'all need to stop communicating. <laughs> stop texting this person. Like, get a lock their number, please. Far away from this person as possible. Yeah. <laughs> but, was the song was the song fire though? No, it's an album. So, oh, oh, wait, oh. okay, hold on. I got, I got to search this one too. What's, what's her name? Maria Isabel. And the way I found her was because I was being a music junkie. I was, there were albums that I saw and I found, I found one of her previous albums and I added it. And then I found that she was amazing. She's definitely one of, she's one of the wifeys. Absolutely. And she looked pressed in this album cover. <laughs> okay, I see. What, I see what's happening here because it's. Oh yes. wait, wait, wait! She dropped. Mm-hmm. She got music. She dropped two albums this year already. Mm. Yep. This one and then the one came out. So that one came out September, and this one came out February. Touched was it? Yep. Talk to this guy. Okay. It, uh, yeah. Oh. Okay, she putting out music, music. Yep. See, this is what I love about. This is one thing I love about uh, this podcast: the fact that we are able to like share, and we're able to put each other on to new music and old yeah. music. And I absolutely love it, especially because stuff like that happens with to where you're like, oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah. First of all, I, I'm scared to listen to this album. <laughs> Hey, listen to it. Listen to it when the kids are in the car. In the, no, I'm not trying to teach you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No, no, I'm, that's headphones only right there. Yo, um, I'm gonna that alone. This is the most toxic music. Yo, I just want to make. I'm gonna have to check on you, man. I just want to make sure you okay, man. <laughs> You good? You need to talk. You need to talk. I'm here if you need to talk, man. I'm good, bro. I I appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. That's that's yeah. But this is (laughs) this is why we do this because we have certain we have different moods to where we need. Like maybe you're on the way to an excess place to an excess place and you're dropping off all this stuff and maybe the the breakup didn't go well. Maybe you need to bump some uh, some uh, Rihanna Unfaithful okay. on the way there. You need to drop all the stuff on the driveway. Maybe you need to douse it in kerosene. Maybe you need a match. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> See, you know what? I'm definitely going to come check on you, yo. I got to come talk to you. <laughs> I'm scared now. Make sure you good. <laughs> I'm glad I can see you right now. But yeah, okay. We're gonna make sure you straight though. Okay. I'm, I'm so, great. Okay, so moving on that. from okay, let's go from toxic to straight criminal. Okay. Um hey, do I need to check on you? <laughs> you might have to, yo. I might like I ain't gonna front. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> might get hurt. Um, but I, honestly, it, it came from a good place. I was I was listening to the Drake album, um, mm-hmm. which I have to say it's growing on me more and more. Right. There are a couple of tracks yeah. I do like. Yeah, um, that's one thing I actually really think about uh, with Certified Lover Boy and Donda. They're yeah. both going to be, as I call, slow burns. Yeah, Th- that just means that they're definitely going to grow on you. Yeah, and especially not- especially with that Drake album. Yeah, yeah. So I, it, it's I'm so I'm cruising with it. I was just happy to hear uh, on the song "Gang Shit." Um, 
that Project Pat sample in the beginning of that song. I'm a huge Project Pat fan, right? Yes. Uh, we, so, were t- we were talking about Project Pat right before the podcast. I know. So I, that's why I was, I was playing. I've been playing Project Pat. Mm. Um, so that's See, my dope Ross that's, beat. That's uh-uh. why we. That's why we gotta. That's why we gotta check on Kenny. You got to check on me because I'm telling you, don't. <laughs> Oh man! Don't get in a, Don't try to get in a fight with uh, Kenny after he's heard Project Pat. No, because then I'm gonna give you the long a stripper. <laughs> like oh yeah, I'm going crazy right now. But I love I love that delivery. It's unique. It's different. Like, mm-hmm. and I love artists that just like this is who I am. This is how I do it. I'm in my Absolutely. own lane, you know. And so I always go back. Pat always one of them. He always has ever, unique stuff. Ever since I can remember, I've been popping my collar, yeah. popping my collar, popping so, my. Like, I would tell people go back if you go back to I love um, this album, Mister Don't Play. Things mm. working. That's one of my. That's one of my guilty pleasures, yo. Mister Don't Play. We can get gangsters. A good song. It's a good storytelling song. Um, Ski mask. I love you. Can't you can't not like a song called Ski Mask. Mm. Um. North North, oh man! I, I can I pull up the lyrics for North North? <laughs> hold up, yeah, hold up. Oh, I just, I just, I think I sent it to my boys not too long ago. Um, let me find it. Oh, here we go. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Mm. So I'm gonna read this, and this is this, this is the hook. Okay. All right. Cracking niggas' jaws, mm. running hoes into walls. Mm. Niggas yelling north, north, hoes screaming north, north. <laughs> it don't get no better than that. Niggas are <laughs> running hoes into walls. Like, what do you she do? <laughs> type of old pimp abusive stuff. <laughs> is doing. Like, what in the name? What in the a name? A pimp name? The North Memphis? Are we going? What's going on over here? That is a guilty pleasure. I can't not like that song for some reason. Like, I can't. Like, <laughs> niggas yelling North North. Whole screaming North North. Can you imagine just running somebody to the wall and be like North North, and then her being like North North. She with it, so she said North North too. <laughs> oh, this is why sometimes you just gotta have a little ignorance in your life, right? We're gonna have that conversation one day too. Yeah. Um. So I've been on that tip. Like I've been in the car oh, bumping also, that. We gotta we gotta shout out uh we gotta shout out Jason because North North, like that's 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 him. It is. Jason, if you listen, bro, I'm telling you, I know you like this. I know. Um so yeah, I just that's what that's the mood I've been on since I heard that. And it made me like, like I said, I was proud that even his little voices sample made it to the album. Hopefully more people know who Project Pat, especially the newer generation. Y'all might not know about Pat. Right. You know, Pat, that was that whole 3-6 Mafia can all that stuff. Y'all know about Absolutely. that. Go back and listen, man. And it's just unapologetic. That's how they felt music. Mm-hmm. And I like that. There was a lane for that. I wonder who, who wrote that and was like, yo, this is about to be a hit. I know a lot of rap songs have crazy stuff. Right, but come on, fam. I love that. I'm sorry. So yeah, that's my this pro- shout out to Project Pat on this. Shout one. out to Project Pat. Man. Yeah, man. Um, 
shouts to all the songwriters and producers. We like, oh, actually, you know what? One thing we didn't talk about, we didn't talk about like, there are, there are definitely certain, uh, certain legislations that were put in place to where like music produce like producers and songwriters have to get paid. Yeah. Well, you have to, cause you know, it's a scam. It's a nasty business. Right. You gotta make sure everybody get paid. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, the team needs to get paid. So yeah, absolutely. Like I said, they had to do that for linemen too. And they put us on a cap, Well, we don't make as much as the quarterback, but that's a whole nother right. comic, you know? Oh, but we'll <laughs> take, we'll take these concussions. So, We'll take all these concussions. Yeah, I, I had to put my hands on somebody every play. Mm. He sits, gets to sit back there and look pretty old, pretty old. It's all good though, you know. Reason the Round <laughs> Podcast, we here, y'all. Um, the rage. Don't be afraid to check us out. <laughs> you know. Oh, um, don't forget we we are sponsored by the Black Score Media Network. Yep, Come to Black, Black Score. Come to Black Score. Check us out. Blackscoremedia.com. If, if you, uh, if you protect. If you rock with your quarterback and you want to protect him, come to Black Squirrel. Nah, man, we're gonna get him sacked, yo. <laughs> so he can learn how important we are around here. You know, yeah, he gonna know. Sorry, y'all. This is my trauma. Um, until next week, y'all. We out. Peace. Black Squirrel Media Network. Come to Black Squirrel.